0: some time later I'm back here at the Hillary Clinton suite in Austin, Texas Hillary herself isn't here she's checked out but I'm doing my best to fumigate the room and I'll bring a new sense of world order starting with a yet another toke here on the porch pardon me while I take a spark, eh? So uh <sighs> So I was trying to take an afternoon nap, but I tell you just a bunch of, bit too much chaos out here. It's a little well, it's a little bit past afternoon now. But uh, the music portion of South by Southwest seems to have gotten underway. Usually when I get recording and token here, I let the joint go out. So I'm, I'm going to try not to do that this time as best I can. But there's a couple anecdotes I was meaning to tell you. Starting with uh, being on the plane with Loverboy. Yeah. So you uh, grown-ups and Canadians in general out there, well, remember the classic 80s rock band, Loverboy. Everybody's working for the weekend, you know all that. Yeah, there we were, YVR Airport. Tim Hortons, <sighs> having a tea in a sammy before heading out on the plane. I'm like, wow, man, I know that dude. It's a drummer from Loverboy. Let me see, Mike Reno, the singer, with his sunglasses. Yeah, they were flying coach (laughs) And no, they weren't coming to South by Southwest But I've been been, I won't say I've been starting to rumor But I've been floating the word Loverboy And South by Southwest And Airplane Together in the same sentence Though not necessarily That they make any sense (laughs) We'll see, but there's all sorts of other bands Rolling into town that aren't Loverboy In fact, there's 1,500 bands playing over the next three days, four days. A lot of them are in these showcases, and I met a bunch of people who are putting these things on, all these different ones organized by country, like bands from Wales. I met a guy from a band from Copenhagen. And I met a guy who works at Sub Pop, and I found something kind of neat out. Okay, those of you who are into, who are familiar with those Sub Pop bands of the the early 90s out of the northwest rock scene may remember Mudhoney indeed they were the finest of them all there was the Melvins and Nirvana and many other bands but none rocked harder or reigned mightier than Mudhoney but you know what does a band do when they you know when they don't get huge royalty checks every month and whatnot well they get a job And mud honey, they still gig. Mark Arm works at Sub Pop as the warehouse manager, and so anytime you order a CD or whatever from Sub Pop, it's packed and shipped by none other than rock legend. I don't use that term lightly, Mark Arm. Good Lord Almighty, Mark Arm. is a music legend. I've seen Mud Honey many times over the years and witnessed some insane acts. They want to get the crowd to begin kind of some creative riots and harassing the bouncers and, and putting a fish down his pants and gutting it all over the audience. Be a little bit more relaxed now. Last time I saw Mud Honey, Mark Arn came out and say the encore with Melvins for the Melvins 20th anniversary. Yep, yeah, so that was some pretty good rock and roll. Another band. Now moving on with bands. Another band that see. There's a lot of bands, and you know I try to stay up and everything, but honestly, ninety. I don't know five percent. Uh, I don't. I don't have any idea about. So which is great excitement because I love learning about new music and getting turned on to new bands. But then the bands I do know about maybe uh, tell my age a little bit. Where it's like, you know, the English Beat have reformed without a couple members and are are playing. And the Lemonheads, I'm not a huge fan, but. But then right here in our hotel, staying in a band called R.E.M. Yeah, you remember them. I saw old Peter Buck down in the lobby talking to some folks. And I've seen them many a times over the years, starting in 84. You know, between 84 and 89, I probably saw them half a dozen times. But I uh, haven't listened to the last bunch of albums, but they're playing. And that's going to be a hard ticket to get, as is the ticket for an afternoon show with Motorhead. An afternoon of Motorhead. But, you know, it's like the bands are, from what I understand, the bands will generally play short sets. And it's like a whole batch of bands doing it up together. And so it's like a little package showcase, a label by country, like bands from Wales, as I mentioned, bands from Japan, bands from Montreal, bands. Uh, So it's kind of localized. So heaps of bands. And I'm going to be looking for uh, the the Black Angels, apparently. Well, they're from around here. So apparently they'll be popping up and playing. And I, I quite like them. Um, there's also been a film festival going on, and I haven't gotten to see a single one of the damn films. And there's a ton that look fantastic. You know, it's all this independent film and all this arty kind of stuff that I like, right? Uh, but there's one called Super High Me. Uh, my buddy went to go see it, right? And uh, said it was real funny. And it was this guy, you know, and the poster said four twenty, twenty four seven, thirty days or whatever. And I was, like, my first instinct was like, yeah, and, but apparently this. The guy was a stoner, and he was a regular everyday smoker, and then he didn't smoke for 30 days, and then he went and got some medical tests and took the SAT, took a psychic test, you know, various health regimens and stuff, then spent the next 30 days, token, tough, all day, every day, and then did all the same tests of some kind. I'm speaking secondhand here, so I don't have all the details, but I understand he did better on the SAT, significantly which is a college entrance exam for those of you not in the know. Uh, and then also had stronger psychic powers, I do believe. Uh, and there was really no, aside from a small change in lung capacity, um, like a 3% change or something, uh, there was no uh, health changes. And I don't know if he was smoking joints, vaporizers, bongs, or how he was doing it, but I tell you, between all the rock and rolling, the loud parties, and all the joints here, getting a bit hoarse, as you may have noticed, eh? So And there's also another film I really want to see called Beautiful Loser. and It's about making stuff out of basically nothing and doing your DIY arts. And, and you know, those of you who follow along here know I uh, love encouraging folks to, you know, bust it out, man. See what you got inside of you and turn it into something. Maybe you've always wanted to play some drums. Play some drums, man. You've got to want to paint, paint, want to write poetry. Why not? It doesn't take any license, or any rubber stamp from any way. It just takes you doing it. And so I'm getting some of that spirit here. Despite my busy schedule of uh, beer swilling and rock and rolling. Uh, seeing these filmmakers especially. Talked to a guy today. Who made a film all about uh, um, old school uh, tattooing. Tattooists, right? Tattoo artists. But not like old school like tapa tapa in the islands. With the, with the shoot and the hammer and all that. But like the guys in Hawaii... Uh, uh, in the 40s, who kind of fused the Japanese uh, shading skill and Japanese technique with kind of like the American uh, art sensibilities, and probably being there in the islands to sort of incubated the art further. I would suspect. We talk with him today, man. This guy had traveled all over the place, spending months at a time tracking down guys who worked in one specific shop and who'd studied under these great tattoo masters. So you know, tattoos just aren't about those, uh, you know, the cute little dolphin that you have on your ankle to represent. Your uh, yin yang ish connection with the universe. Whoa, there's helicopters. Man, it's like, see, since this festival is changing out, right, there's a bunch of people heading out today, so people all over the suitcases, but then there's these tour buses, as you can imagine, pulling in everywhere. And heaps of people all showing up now, but it's all like the hip rock and rollers showing up now. Uh, so, fancy haircuts of different kinds, notif- noticeable haircuts of most every kind are instantly recognizable rather than the uh the uh, interactive and film folks which have been dominating the scene but anyway i digress i just suspect they were dro- dropping off van morrison or something because he's playing and so there's a lot of mix of all these really big acts and then up-and-coming acts so i really don't know what to expect man but what can i tell you uh so i've been rocking out drinking a few beers plenty of joints on the porch and the Hillary Clinton suite. You know, she was here for the debates uh, and apparently her and Barbara Walters sat right here in the front room doing, uh, you know, one of these little conversations that they do on the television. And I <laughs> tell you what, man, I, you know, this presidential, this hotshot suite stuff it's not entirely for, for me, right? I'm a little bit of a down-home dude and I like my peaceful spaces and funky artifacts surrounding me but there's a couple nice things about it right like so there we are me and my band of reprobates and uh buccaneers if you will and we're lounging and there's a knock at the door and like wow that's a little surprising because in order to get up to our room you got to go through all sorts of security and stuff right and they got to ring up and there's like you know men in little outfits down there that prevent unauthorized guests from coming up and and hanging out with us right it's no big deal right they call and we buzz them up and and you know we give permission for them. yeah, send them up and they come up and uh but there hadn't been someone calling i mean man uh, who's that because you know we sometimes when you're traveling in a dicey situation and you're roasting out pretty heavy you take some precautions right in this case there are no precautions whatsoever and uh and it was uh A small handful of of, uh, women in little outfits and uh, they were like, we're here to turn down your beds. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess that's a service fancy hotels like this provide. However, it's like 7 o'clock, we're twisting them up, we're getting ready to go out, you know. Not now. And they're like, well, would you like some chocolates? I'm like, wow, that's great. Not only do not shake us down or cause us any disturbance or whatever, but they bring us some small snacks. So then I got thinking, I go, oh yeah, room service. I remember room service. But again, you know, usually I'm not one of those guys who rolls that way. I like to go find a little diner and do everything the hard way, right? Makes you a tougher donut. But uh, I pushed the button. I couldn't find the menu. Why bother looking for the menu? Pushed the button, and I said something about a sandwich, and he said something about smoked turkey and tomato and bacon, and I was like, yeah. And I said, fruit, and he said, fruit plate, and I'm like, yeah. And no time later, man, up comes some dude with this nice tasty sandwich, some vegetables, big plate of fancy fruits, got me going. And don't worry, because I've been taking my vitamins. I also brought along my vitamins and been making sure to drink my juice and do a little bit of stretching. And I've brought along my Dalai Lama chance to bring me some peaceful, easy moments in the morning. So don't worry. I'm keeping an eye on myself. So dig, the plan is tonight, <laughs> the same as it always was. I was trying to take a nap, but I'm a finicky sleeper and I'm wired so uh, I'm here smoking a joint and talking to you and gonna go out and find more beers, more hijinks, more dokes on the porch. Well, that can be assured of I) I gotta say, usually you don't hear this much uh, commotion out on the street until uh, the evening. But walking in up and down the street here in Austin. It's uh, middle of the afternoon, and there's live music going on in every possible place, including street corners.
1: Health. Sing for my supper and beg for my bread. I climb in the gutter and sleep mm-hmm. till I'm dead. Mm-hmm. I make up my fire, turn mm-hmm. on this round. Mm-hmm. If wishes. Mm-hmm. A court, I'll sing you a song, a poker, a i in half. <laughs> this is jim Schisler. you're chugling on with uncle weed and this is austin texas the best city in the best state in the best country in the world and uh if you if you haven't moved here yet you need to move here soon